Well, hello everybody and welcome to Fedhead, my brand new podcast. Fedhead is brought to you by the fine folks at Wise Guys Discount Liquors, now located at 2154 West Morthland Drive in beautiful Valparaiso, Indiana. Go visit my friend Sam the Beer Dealer at Wise Guys Discount Liquors and tell him Robert Ralph Federson sent you from the Fedhead Podcast. So today, our special guest on Fedhead is my friend and head brewer at Broad Ripple Brew Pub, Jonathan Mullins. Jonathan, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? We are doing good. Uh, Terry Ann is here as well. Hi. Hi, T- Hi Terry Ann. How are you? I am doing great. How about you? Oh, uh, yeah. We're doing all right. And uh, we also have Jilly Bean here, Jonathan. Uh, you have not yet met Jilly Bean, our bulldog. No, but I have heard the stories. I there's, have heard the stories. There's a lot of stories. The riff I opened with with my out-of-tune guitar, I didn't know my guitar was that out-of-tune, uh, is uh, the Jilly Bean song. We um, started recording a new album, and I wrote a song called Jilly Bean. And it's uh, uh. already recorded and, uh, and on the new album, and it is... Um, Basically, her personality. So um, you'll hear the song well, uh, sometime soon. I think that's a lot of your music, anyway, right? It is. It's, it's always it's so, so dogs. Personality and uh, 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 it's, you're almost like uh, what's his name? Um, well, now crap. I'm gonna have a brain fart, of course. Um, if if you say I Todd Snyder that. or uh, Steve Earle or uh, anything like that. Or in that vein? Well, no, uh, uh, no, I wasn't gonna go that deep. Uh, Randy Newman, that's it, dude. Hi. Wow, what? That that's an incredible compliment. I love <laughs> Randy Newman. I love his music. Um, I mean, that guy is just iconic. Writing all kinds of stuff for Disney and 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 everything else that he's done from the seventies to now. Man, that's that's yeah. huge, yeah. dude. Thank well, you. I'm a huge vinyl fan, and I listen to vinyl at home, and I enjoy that immensely. Uh, but when I get in the car and just go, like Terry Ann and I, like it's just tunes like the whole way, and yeah, we love yeah. that. It's definitely a um, a, a more uh, focused listening experience, and I I do love that too. That's fantastic. So you are coming home from Chicago, correct? Correct. Just got back. We're kind of getting settled and uh, unpacked and um, cleaning up the mess that the, the cat left for us. Um, oh boy! Yeah. We're, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's a story for another day. Sure. Sure. <laughs> uh, what were you doing in my my uh, old hometown? I, I was born and raised in Chicago. What were What were you doing uh, over there? Well, well, so my wife is born and raised in Chicago as well. So her family, uh, for the most part, still lives there. Uh, so her her mom and dad are still in their same family home um, that they've had since she's been growing up. 
Wow. Um, and we stayed at her uh, sister's house, who they live in Niles. So yeah, yeah. There's um, a, a brewery up in Niles. Uh, there's there's a couple. There's one that's kind of Belgian, like like Un. Unane, I'm gonna probably mispronounce it. I think it's Unane. That's why I let you do it, because because um, I'm like I was gonna uh, mispronounce it too, and uh, yeah, Unane. Uh, and Unane, I think is is how you pronounce it. And they uh, also, I guess, have um, sort of a spinoff, uh, maybe with another brewery. I need to look into it. My my brother-in-law was telling me about it, and I I didn't have a chance to kind of dig deep, but uh, Hubbard. Hubbard and something starts with the C. Okay, I'm not they, familiar with they, it. They make they make their, you know the familiar ales that you're used to, like the more traditional ales and, and whatnot. Not that Belgium's not traditional in a sense, um, or nor is wild fermentation. It's just you know they kind of got back to the roots of brewing, and now they're getting into the traditional side of things from the looks of it. So. Uh, I'll do some research on that. We can chat about that the next time you're in Indy or we catch a, a show of yours. Um, sure. Kind of thing. So. Well, yeah. that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, they're pretty close. Yeah, they're pretty close by to where they live. So I've definitely visited their original spot, which I don't know. I heard they were going to move out of that, but I don't know if they're still there or not. So I think they the moved. And happened and. Yeah, pandemic happened and and things changed. So, I, like I said, I, I haven't had a chance to totally catch up. I just went to the beer temple and you know said good. These guys are still hanging hanging around, and it was my first time in the beer temple. And oh yeah, um, so that's a favorite so haunt of mine. And bought local, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so it was a uh, you know uh, a good little getaway, quick getaway uh, to get some beer and. Uh, Hang out with the bartender for a minute. Nice, yeah, that's our that's our spot because we record a block away from there at Steve Albini's, and uh, his studio is a block away from uh, the Beer Temple, and it's yeah. always um, a, a nice thing to go and record, and then be done, and you go down to the Beer yeah. Temple for a brew, and then you head a little further down, and it's the original uh, Kuma's Corner for burgers. Right, right. And then now Metropolitan is, I guess, in that neighborhood um, closer to the river. Yeah, yeah, they got a spot over there. And uh, talk about traditional. They're very traditional with just brewing, like, lagers and uh, and pilsners and, uh, you know, uh, that style of beer, mostly, um, like, German type of beers. Yeah, yeah. uh, And right now I'm drinking one of their... uh, Hellas Lager is the uh, Stromhaus uh, Hellas Lager from them right now. Oh, man. Fantastic. So you picked up some Metropolitan. Yeah, I got a six-pack of that and uh, spread the love around Chicago um, because, you know, it was a good spot to do that. So uh, got them, off-color, Nane. What did I get? Name page. I can remember the beer name. Okay. Um... Well, there's so much great beer in Chicago. It's really something that uh, has blossomed in the past couple of years. Um, Chicago was kind of a late bloomer for craft beer, and then all of a sudden just started killing it. And um, there's like Half Acre Brewing Company. Uh, Lagunitas moved in there, and they have a huge facility. Oh, yeah. Ben, 
been to both those, those facilities. Of course, uh, you know, Goose Island's there with their, uh, they have their original brew pub uh, on North and right. Clybourne, and that's a nice place to go visit. Then they also have their Fulton Brewery, where they brew all kinds of specialty stuff that you can't right. get in stores and all that kind of thing, because I think a lot of their yeah. stuff uh, is brewed out in Fort Collins or in uh, New Jersey or one of those places now. But um, they still have authentic Chicago Goose Island beers, which is really nice. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah, so you yeah, got to, to sample some good stuff. Oh yeah, definitely did. Um, you know, across the board, and and uh, you know, had a good time with family up there and all that good stuff. So brought some home, and I'll share it with uh, John Hill. Uh, yes, taking his vitamin B one, right? Lord John Hill. Yeah. Vitamin B one. Yeah. When we uh, we played um, one of the anniversaries, maybe the the twenty seventh anniversary was one. We played two of them so far, and um, it's always a treat. Hey, it's back to back, back to back. was it maybe maybe it was twenty eight and twenty nine because we were gonna have you back out for uh the 30th but obviously covid squashed that idea yeah um, but the 31st is coming so so we'll be ready for that if you're doing it yeah we'll take <laughs> I, our I, I think we're gonna do at least yeah we're gonna do a little something for it i i uh i don't know what yet and what the you know how the restrictions will be lifted or anything like that by november um so yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see how it plays out uh, and what we decide to do, and um, just you know the Billy and Beth are kind of you know just trying to get the ship steered in the right direction so that you know we can go full bore when we're able to go full bore. So for now, that's what they're concentrating on, and and I'm just trying to make the best beer I can. So well, you do a great job, and for our listeners who aren't familiar with you. Uh, you are the head brewer at Broad Ripple Brew Pub in Indianapolis, the Broad Ripple neighborhood. And uh, Broad Ripple Brew Pub is Indiana's oldest still operating brew pub. Is that correct? Well, it's the first brew pub in the state. Um, it is currently the oldest operating brewery. Uh, so that part is absolutely correct. Um, so, yeah, we've... Uh, as I say, I like, I think we got about another 70 years before we can claim oldest. Well, I'll tell you what, right? But um, what a what a just great thing to come to America. Lord John Hill comes to America, and uh, he he doesn't find any beer that he enjoys. Is is that kind of the situation that happened with uh, with with the opening and and the inception of Broad Ripple Brew Pub? Uh, it, it kind of, sort of, uh, more or less. That was part of the story um he and his wife nancy uh they owned uh the corner wine bar and the wellington he opened up the wellington kind of downstairs from that okay uh, which has a very similar vibe to the brew pub um but obviously they weren't you know brewing beer you know with that in those locations um and it's kind of like right down the block sort of thing in broad ripple if you're familiar with it yeah, uh, which neither one of those locations or businesses are are in play anymore because they they sold all that off when. Okay. Uh, yeah, a lot of things have happened in heavily in the free pub. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that have gone in in Broad Ripple, and I mean, uh, Broad Ripple Brew Pub is is the OG of the neighborhood. Yeah. And uh, in a stronghold, too, because, um, you know, in this day and age, you know, I mean, you know, it's it's always, you know, 
out with the old and in with the new, which is, I, I think, terrible. Um, it's great to see that uh, the Broad Ripple Brew Pub is still there, still existing, and not only that, still making great beer. Um, I just have to say on record here, uh, my favorite ESB on the planet, Extra Special Bitter, is yours. Um, you know, I, I love a beer called Old Thumper, and it's an, an ESB from uh, Shipyard oh, Brewing yeah. Company. Um, I even yeah, wrote a, yeah. I wrote a song about it too, and I played it at, at the at the brew pub before. But uh, you know, your ESB is uh, something that is uh, sought after, and uh, not only uh, sought after by just beer fans, but also beer brewers. Um, I believe uh, Nick from Three Floyds came out uh, to uh, sample your ESB one time. Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, I was in the middle of a brew day taking a lunch break, and um, I had never met Nick Floyd, and, and all of a sudden I just see these three guys sit down. Nick is one of them. He sits kind of close to me. And then uh, it's the new brewer from Surly had just been attained by Three Floyds. I think it's Todd. Uh, Todd's his first name. I can't remember his, his last name. Okay, Fair from Surly Brewing Company out of uh, Minnesota? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had, he had just kind of getting acclimated. And then uh, Chris White, uh, we're in town for uh, an educational piece uh, at Great Fermentation. And decided to pop into the brew pub for lunch. And, uh, of course, Nick <laughs> loves a good ESB, and him and John go way back. Um, so that was the first time. That's how I met Nick. Uh, and I sat there and chatted with him, um, handed him a couple of the special beers that we had. Because uh, when I first started there, we were on our way to 25, and I, I wanted to do something fun. Yeah. Um, and, and show what I can do as far as, you know, going hand-in-hand with fun and, and making beer and, and uh, kind of bringing, bringing the life back into the brew pub as, as, as far as that goes. Um, well, you do uh, that, you know. You definitely do that. And, and that's definitely a yeah. point that I like to make is you do make it fun when, um, you know, every time I visited the brew pub, uh, you are just always more than willing to, to show me what you're brewing, how you're brewing it, come out and have a pint as well or some food. Uh, I got a great picture of us uh, holding some guitars after uh, rocking a set at the Broad Ripple Brew Pub. I mean, you really make it a vibrant place and yeah. a place that people want to go. Yeah. And um, you well, know, I, I try to I try to do that, and I, I try not to rub people the wrong way. Because, and you know, in my opinion, beer is for everyone, man. And mm. uh, every time somebody's like, "Oh, I don't like beer," I just kind of respond back with, "Well, you just haven't found one that you like." And yeah, that's, you know what it comes yeah. down to, you know. And I'm like. You know, I keep searching and somebody tells you you should try something because you drink a certain wine or, you know, a certain cocktail that you really like. Maybe try a beer of that vein uh, and go that route, but I'm not going to force it on you. You know, you you enjoy what you want to enjoy, and that's what, you know, the pub tries to do across the board is there's got to be something for everybody. You know, we don't always have a sour on. Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of hard to keep in rotation at times, and um, you know maybe maybe we can update the bottle list or something for for that thing the thing. But uh, don't tell Billy. Yeah, um, right. But, you know, it's really friendly coming into your pub, you know, because, um, you know, you have a beer. I believe it's the Lawnmower Lager. Uh, it's, uh, well, it's, it's 
we call it an American Pale Ale, which confuses everybody. It's it's more of a, a an American Blonde, um, kind of close to a cream ale. It's not a, yeah. a real lager, but it drinks like a lager. It's crystal clear, uh, well carbonated, well balanced, um, just easy drinking. Um, my regulars that drink that beer will always let me know when I screwed up a batch. Um, even if it's just a little something, <laughs> just that, a little you know, nuance, a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, so everybody's got their favorite beer, and they'll always let me know, "Hey, man, what the heck's going on?" I was like, "Well, you know, this happened." So that, you know, there's a lot of give and take there too. And I'm I'm very open, and I don't shun anybody when they're trying to give me criticism. You know, and if I know something went wrong, I'll admit it to them if they ask me. You know, I'm not gonna blast it on. You know social media like hey yeah this happened with this badge but sorry yeah you don't want to give it away you know i mean if i mess up a a verse most of the non-regulars wouldn't know the difference you know yeah just like a little tick of something here or there it's very subtle kind of thing but they know it because they drink it every day sure sometimes they're around for that batch switch and you know and I, I think I have it dialed in, and sometimes something screwy happens, uh, and, and that kind of thing. So, well, you uh, know, Terry has a habit of telling the audience when she messed up a song, and uh, you know, sometimes you know, it, just people don't know, and if you do, you know, you just keep going. Like, yeah, laugh. <laughs> but, if it's major, if it's a major screw up, it's not hitting the taps. You won't even know that beer was in existence uh, at this point uh, in my tenure at Prodigal. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, I try to take care of the, you know, the beer the best I can. Um, you know, it's not, uh, I like to say, I, I always joke with myself sometimes when I'm having a, a rough day, like, uh, I just, something pops in my head, Star Wars related, you know, when Princess Leia walks on to the, the Millennium Falcon and she goes, you came in this thing? Uh, right? my thought. Right. Braver than I thought. Right. So it's kind of like that. It's you know we're not the only brewery like that. I know that, but you know no. there's days like that. You know, it's kind of kind of my fun little back of the mind thing that pops into my head occasionally. You know, when I'm having a rough day around the pub or, or sure something's not quite going right. So. Sure. Well, you know what? I mean, it's, uh, you know, the end product is, is always, you know, the, the greatest thing to hear about. Cause I mean, like how you make it and like how I sit and write songs and everything, you know, I mean, I might have written a song in the bathroom, but <laughs> if it's a good song, it's a good song. So, you know. Hey, sometimes a beer idea pops up in my head in the bathroom, you know, or the shower, or, you know, I'm making, I'm like, oh man, you know, cause, you know, brewing, brewing is like cooking, right? Like, yeah. You just kind of, you can put a dash of this, a dash of that, and make it just right. And if, you know, uh, one of my favorite people out there when I was homebrewing was Anita Johnson. And I don't know if you're familiar with her, with her but she's the owner, uh, well, started, I should say now, started the uh, Great Fermentation uh, there on 65th Street near Beer. And oh, uh, so okay. that's a homebrew shop here in town, and it used to be across the street from the brew pub at one point in time before she decided to move it because she just needed more space. Yeah. She said, no, there's not a lot of warehouse space in in Broad Ripple. No, there's and, not. Uh, no, there's not. But she kept it. She kept it in the zip code of four six two two zero. So uh, we, we and would frequent it. Uh, 
you know, occasionally still, and still does. Like, we see her at least once a year, if not a little bit more, depending on what we got going on. Yeah. Um, she came out for our 30th. She's, you know, kind of that patron. Uh, but right next to Rita, she's kind of the other saint of beer, in my opinion. Um, so, uh, sure. But she always said, if you can follow a recipe on the back, back of a, a, a mac and cheese box, you can make beer. Okay, well, you know what? I can do that. Uh, but there's just, there's so many, um, like, you know, I, well, I won't say so many, but there there's a lot of really great beer out there. And um, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to mess with that because I, I think that, like, you know, I'd rather go to your place, the Broad Ripple Brew Pub, and get beer as opposed to being in my kitchen and trying to sanitize everything <laughs> and make everything perfect and then bottle everything and do all this stuff. I mean, I, I just think that there's so much to enjoy out there that I'm kind of like, you know, I've, I've been asked by some people, like, why don't you brew? I'm like, there's just so many great beers out there that I want to try that I would rather just do that than, than waste the time me brewing beer. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, it seems simple, and she put it as simple terms as possible. And, you know, if you pick up a recipe kit, yeah, that's they make it that simple. Like, just follow the directions, you know, and, and do this. It's, you know, not as easy as mac and cheese because a lot can go wrong and there's, you got to clean way more and, and that kind of stuff. But yeah, uh, so not to not to make it sound like we're stupid easy and all we do is sit around and drink beer and chat with cool people like Robert Pedersen. Um, <laughs> no, there's so much more hard work that. than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I always kind of like every time I'm like that's gonna be an awesome job. I'm like uh, some days, yeah, and some days no. It's like every other job out there, you know. You it can, is. Yeah, we had a four-hour gig yesterday. It's really awesome days. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's hard sometimes. I mean, uh, we you know we always have a blast playing. We always do, but uh, we had a gig yesterday and we had an awesome time. But it was a little more daunting because we uh, had to start at ten a.m. and then play till two p.m. So uh, you know, you get some breaks here and there, but. Uh, we had a gig the night before, so it's like you got to get up early and get ready to go and set yeah, up and then yeah, and play and yeah. you know and there's no bad shows. So um, you know if we're live, you know, and uh, if we're not having a bad day, I, I mean if we are having a bad day, you're not going to know it. So that's yeah. We try. We brewers are the same way. Like you're not always like the staff might know that you're having a bad day or an okay day, and sometimes I'll talk to the regulars like, today was wrong," and I got a couple buddies that. You know, or in my support group that I, I you know, chime into occasionally and um, if it's really bad. But, uh, you know, I, right now I'm just wishing I could get back to uh, a regularly scheduled program, so to speak, and, yes. and figure out, you know, all that stuff. Because uh, they, uh, oh, I can probably take a couple weeks from brewing off. <laughs> no, no, it's hard. Yeah, and then, you know, like, even if you do, you're mentally, you know, like, your brain is occupied by, you know, what's going on. You know, like, you're taking a couple of weeks off, like, oh, well, then when I get back, I have to do this, and there's all kinds of logistics and, and things to go on, as yeah, opposed to just, yeah, like, so. keeping your schedule going and just, like, getting through it. Um, it, it gets difficult, but um, I believe that you guys have uh, have done well at the Broad Ripple Brew Pub during the pandemic. I'm sure it was a little harder. I mean, how did uh, the pandemic affect things at, at the brew pub? 
Um, you know, we stayed open the whole time. We, you know, so me and, and the cooks, uh, stayed on, uh, I stayed on for a little while. Uh, they did have to furlough me for, for a little while. And I completely understood, you know, sure. like whatever, whatever you guys got to do to get through this, just, just do it. You know, I've, in my illustrious working career, I've never had to take unemployment, but you know, I was like, I'm taking one for the team and you know, of course, back then, like, sure, I was being paid more, but, man, I, I really wanted to be at work, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. So I didn't spend my time looking, you know, for another job or anything crazy like that. I, I'd still kind of pop in and, and check on things just to make sure, you know, the place still had beer or whatever. And uh, I was helping them kind of do some stuff on the on the side, like in the restaurant that needed some maintenance work and that kind of stuff. Okay, so, so you stepped, you, like you stepped up and kept in touch and uh, did things that still needed to be done, and like that's just a real, yeah, uh, yeah. that's a testament so to your character there. Yeah, for me it wasn't that bad. I, I think from a personal standpoint, uh, I started to assess myself uh, more than anything from both, you know, a, a physical well-being and a, a mental well-being. Yeah, and, you know, when this all went down, it was really hard on me, and I think it was hard on everyone. And um, you know, I, I probably hit those taps a little too hard for you know probably the first month this all really went down, and and let oh know, yeah let things kind of sink in in the wrong way. And um, I said a know, lot of I people did, Jonathan. Away. Yeah, a lot of people did. Yeah, you know, a lot of so, people drank more, uh, and you know. Um, not necessarily enjoying drinking, but just drinking to, uh, you know, numb the pain drinking. Um, sort of came, became that, yeah. And I, I was like, this is not, like, I've got family and a kid. I can't be doing this. Like, come on, man, step out of it. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was, I think, you know, it, it was hard on everyone. And I think that's what upset me the most was there were people that had it harder than me. Yeah, you know, right. And, and uh, I just... You know, I, I think Beth and Billy did a, a damn good job to pull us through this. Um, they they ran the show, man. Like, sure. uh, I, I've never seen two harding working owners uh, than than those two um, this this time around. And, sure, and I, I, kudos to them. And they, you know, they didn't want to have to let anybody go either. You know? No, I but, mean, as employers, you, you know, don't want to. That's just got to be the hardest thing, especially and, and you know. You hire good people. Like, yeah, you know, we have we've got people that have been there for twenty five years now. I think, yeah, plus, uh, including Billy. You know, like in it, it's that's almost the entire time that restaurant's been open, and they know the heydays. You know, like we when we first opened, we were doing nine nine hundred and fifty barrels just with six taps. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. And and that's. That's just 20 ounce pints, no growlers, no nothing, just pints. That's Straight up pints. Are. Imperial pints. Boom. And, and now, you know, we, we drifted back to about 700. Um, so we're down a little bit when I started, and uh, we, we dropped quite a bit for the COVID, too. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's it, that's a, I mean, I think everybody was down a little bit. And, you know, I was kind of keeping an eye on what was going on, and I was like, all right, yeah, we can we can do this, you know. Um, so they they dropped down to carry out only because that's all we could do. And then when we opened back up, we got staff back involved and had like Zoom meetings, like everybody was doing. Oh yeah, it was weird seeing 
seeing my staff members on Zoom meetings. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> like crazy, that's isn't it? Like, yeah, I was like, man, I'm used to seeing you guys face to face every day, and yeah. And so yeah, I mean, I was probably I was the first one to don a mask in the restaurant like every day, like you know, I I, I would have it on in the brewery, and and um, you know, I just shaved my beard off. Uh, I saw that. I saw you shave the beard off. Yeah, yeah that was bold. Yeah. I'm like, all right, the hair, okay. The hair went. The hair went away. I should have cut my own hair. It, it was. Uh, I was like, man, I didn't get my first haircut until like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. Because like, I want to grow everything back out because it's been forever. So I just need to clean it up and she rock it out so that I don't have to see her again until August. And I was like. Awesome. Yeah, like I can totally do this. I'll see you when it's almost shoulder length. <laughs> That's the best time to do that during a pandemic. Unfortunately, I I couldn't do that. Uh, no one would recognize me, and uh, I'd lose yeah, my power to play to guitar. Away. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to play anymore. I'd be like, <laughs> what happened? He can't play anymore. <laughs> Well, Jonathan, well, you know, you did a pretty good job at, at the at the brew pub for the anniversary when I handed you that guitar. But um, I've got uh, my guitar in my hands here now. I, I, I have a special section of, of this show that I want to uh, I want to have our listeners get to know you a little bit better. And it's called Rapid Fire Favorites with Jonathan Mullins. Okay, all the music's live on the podcast, just just so you know. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I've listened to your podcast. I, I'm the, I'm the, am I the first brewer on? I can't you are, you, you know what, you are the first brewer on, and, and this is sense. absolutely, it, it totally makes sense. It, it really does, because I have a, a deep respect for the Broad Ripple Brew Pub, and you and John Hill and uh, just the Billy. I mean, everyone's treated me great there. And and I'm just a, a guy who loves history. I, I love uh, everything about reading about history and, and thinking about history. And, and when I go to the Broad Ripple Brew Pub, I think that this opened in 1990. And it was a year yeah. before I could legally drink. So I'm like, wow, before I could legally drink, boom, there you guys were. So it, it's we got a lot of regulars like that, yeah. Um, but they were already drinking. Well, you know, right? <laughs> but not in the mar. So you know, this is um, rapid fire favorites, and you know, and some questions. So, like speaking of like that kind of thing, on that kind of uh, a note, uh, what's the first beer you ever had? Oh man. Um... Like craft beer or beer? No, no, no. First beer, just beer, beer, like beer flavored beer. Um, it doesn't so matter what it was. Everybody's about ready to find out I'm a I'm an alcoholic since I was five. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, my first beer was five years old as well. <laughs> yeah, so Budweiser, I believe, was the can that I picked up at one of my parents' parties. Uh, okay. So technically, that's my first beer. Now, first beer that I remember, I believe, was uh, a Miller Lite. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, escalated from there. Uh, I would say my first craft beer uh, was from Flying Dog. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I can't remember which one I had. It was one of their IPAs. They had the um, Snake? Was it Snake IPA? Because that was their straight-up no, IPA. It was just Snake no, IPA. I think it, it might have been, been Raging Bitch or something like that. Okay, um, yeah, that was like the Belgian yeah. IPA. Which now they're getting, yeah, they're kind of getting in a little bit of trouble for these days with that namesake. And I'm like, and they've had that beer forever, and, but okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're so. Gonna what they're going to do, I guess. So, but that's been yeah. around a long time. Um, you know, for, yes. for myself, craft beer, um, Larry Bell came to Chicago in like the early 90s, and we used to hang out at a place called Sheffields, was a block away from where Terry oh, Ann and yeah. I lived. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. we went there, and there's some crazy Indiana Dunes, uh, Indiana Jones looking guy, Indiana Dunes, Indiana Jones looking guy with the hat on and all that, <laughs> uh, pouring <laughs> beers for people. And uh, it was Larry okay. Bell. And yeah. I tried the Amber Ale, and that was that was really nice. And then uh, they had Soul Sun, which is now Oberon. And then they, he had yeah. Two Hearted. Yeah. And once Terry Ann and I drank Two Hearted, we we're like, mm-hmm. that's it. Like, this is unbelievable. Oh, no. We didn't right. know beer yeah. could be like yeah. that. And it's still yeah. a great beer to this day. I mean, it's fantastic. So, yeah. um, I think he knows how to multiply, which is really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so your well, first beer good. again was your first beer when you were a kid? Uh, Bud. Okay. Budweiser. Yeah. Bud okay. Yeah. So, so, for me, my grandfather had stag. He had stag beer. Oh, man. He was from... I uh, could make that claim. Well, Granite <laughs> City is water. where he's from. So, yeah, so yeah. it was stag beer. That's what he had. And uh, it was pretty popular back in, like, you know, the mid-'70s. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's well, what I had. Comeback. Uh, you should know that it's making a comeback. It's very popular in St. Louis for some reason. It uh, is. A of, yeah. A lot of that carry that you can. Um, I think he used to brew it in Belleville. Illinois, just over the border. I think they did. I could be yeah. wrong about my history, but um, yeah, I still uh, will head out to a place uh, in Dwight, Illinois. That's the closest place that sells it. And once in a while, we'll, you know, Terry and I love to go on drives, and we'll just go for a drive and pick up some stag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so like if it's on the menu, you just gotta get one, right? That's well, if works. it's there, like, for sure. Yeah. Seeing blats on the menu, it's like, well. When in Rome, I have one. You got to try it. You got to have one. All right, right so right. another uh, rapid-fire favorite, and it's just rapid-fire favorite because it sounds cool, but uh, your yeah, right, uh, right, right. favorite car that you ever owned. Holy cow. Uh, right? I had a... I was not expecting that one. Uh, no, I'm going to throw some curveballs <laughs> at you, brother. Yeah, well, because I told you that I was listening to your podcast, so I kind of have to do what to expect. Uh, but you were talking to musicians, so it's completely different. Right. Um, so now brewers will have something to compare to. Anyway, back to the question. Yeah. Uh, before we get too far off track, uh, I had I had a 1982 Dodge Datsun that was my second vehicle. Um, oh, man, nice. The... the uh, the it was a six shift, four cylinder. What's up, Jelly Bean? Right. Uh, <laughs> She's part of the podcast. And, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, it had holes in the floor uh, of the car, so like when I drove, I could see the the, the road. <laughs> I was driving. Um, oh, it's great. I, I got that. I got that thing. I 
you know, and I drove it for probably two years. Uh, it, it is a, and a close second was the Mercury Tracer I had, uh, the 1988 Mercury Tracer hatchback. Uh, okay. Four door. Man. Uh, and had a, had a moonroof. Uh, I put a stereo system in it. Um, so that's, that's a close, close second. Um, cause that's, you know, both vehicles carried my friends and I around and, and stupid adventures. Uh, so yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So you've had some, uh, some pretty cool cars in your time. I, I don't know if anybody else would find them cool, but I find them cool. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes, no doubt about it. I had a 76 Chevy Nova, and um, I bought it for 100 bucks off a guy that I worked with at the uh, Oak Lawn Park District in Illinois. And uh, hundred bucks. Better hundred bucks than I spent on that Dodge Datsun, that's for sure. Well, I'll tell you, dude. I mean, I rode this car for like a year and didn't have to do anything to it for a full year. Mm-hmm. And Terry Ann followed me into a place in uh, Bensonville, Victory Auto Wreckers. <laughs> and you okay. know what? You know what they gave me for it? A hundred bucks. Yes, they gave you a hundred bucks for it. So I was even Steven, and I hopped in Terry's uh, her car, and then her her black Grand Am, and then we just drove away with a hundred bucks. So it was like really cool. Yeah, that's my fave. Spent a hundred bucks and gave it up for a hundred bucks. That was it. Victory Auto Records. They they will pick up your car too, or you could drive it in there, and they'll just give you cash. Like, beat it, kid. You bothered me. (laughs) Okay, so um. Let's go with uh, next question. Okay, we're doing rapid sure. fire favorites with Jonathan Mullins, head brewer at the Broad Ripple Brew Pub, and we're going to ask you uh, your favorite rock band from the seventies. Oh my! From the seventies? Yeah. I was born in seventy-seven. How much do you expect me to know about the seventies? Mm-hmm. You know what? The music's still there, and it's still iconic. I know. And we were both uh, born in the seventies. Yeah. Well, you were. A little older than me, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I got not, seven not years much, on you. But a little. Yeah, so, uh, in the 70s, uh, I mean, right now, the only one that's popping into my head is Bud Zeppelin. Dude, um, yes, that's what I was going to say. Know, yes. But who else? I Keep going. People, no, I think that's, I mean, that's honestly, that's all I got. Uh, I don't have anybody else. You don't I need to have anyone else. I don't know. I like, I don't know when, so my problem with music is that sometimes like I'll know a band, like I can recognize, oh yeah, that song is from this band. I couldn't tell you the name of the song, the year it came out, half of the lyrics, but I kind of know who is who. Okay. So, uh, sometimes things get a little foggy. Um, and of course after a three hour trip from Chicago. Oh yeah. My brain's not 100% right now, so... No, you know, mine's not either after the pandemic. I'm, like, meeting people again at shows. I'm like, and you are... uh, I'm, like, spot on with people and names and that kind of thing. And this guy came to our show the other night, and his name is Jason. And he's, like, come out to a bunch of shows. I've known him for years. And he came in, and I said, Joe. I'm like, shit. (laughs) So, mush brain. It's just mush brain. It's just happened to... All of us, so um, 
<laughs> so I, I get it. Well, if I struggle, well, I struggle with names. You know, somebody I met. Yeah, normally now I gotta give everybody that disclaimer. Like, look, uh, I'm gonna either ask you a hundred times before you leave today what your name is, so I remember it, or I'm gonna forget it the next time we meet. So I'm gonna reintroduce myself just to get your name again. Well, that's uh, definitely oh, something. Yeah, no, I you know, it's important for for a person like yourself and and someone like myself to to remember names because like so many people meet you and it's harder to do it because you meet so many people. But the the important thing about it is that when they come up and remember your name and then you don't remember theirs and and it it could you could go down a rabbit hole and it could be impossible and all that stuff. But I really try hard to like. Think about something you know unique about that person, and then just remember their name. And I've blown some people away with that. Like, yeah, hey, you remember me? Yeah. Well, we have the same name. Yeah. Your name's Robert. Uh, my name's Robert. <laughs> so yeah. something uh, like, about in them. In the same vein, in the same vein, like especially when I meet a new brewer somewhere, I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, where do you, where do you brew? Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, so like I get to know them that way, and and sometimes even then it doesn't always stick, but like. I can at least remember what brewery they work for. Sure. So, like, it's not too far off. Uh, but typically, I do a pretty good job. And eventually, I'll get to know somebody's name. And it's not for lack of trying or because I don't care about you. It's just the way my brain, you know, connects the dots. Well, most people it. understand, too. So I think that it's yeah. a pretty forgiving kind of circumstance as well. So. Well, I think they understand because... You know, especially in the brewing industry, because we we can all get a little carried away at times. Um, oh yeah, at, at festivals and stuff. So like, one of the perks. You, that's that's going to be the hardest time for me to remember your name. Um, but if I pop into your brewery and, and you know I get a tour, and uh, I'm really upset I didn't ask for my bartender's name. Uh, although I did save the receipts, so maybe I can look it up at the the beer temple. That, that guy was phenomenal. Yeah, there's a lot of cool people over there, and um, that, that's yeah. a nice place to go. All right, so listen, I'm going to ask you another rapid-fire favorite question, okay? Um, so your favorite indie hang, Indianapolis hang, outside of Broad Ripple Brew Pub? My house? Does that count? Yeah. <laughs> it sure does. We love hanging at our house. We have patio furniture uh, now, so it's nice to sit outside. Oh, yeah. like, you know. I gotta get my patio. I gotta get my patio cleaned up from the weeds. Um, hey, what's Irish and stays uh, out all night, Jonathan? Well, uh, patio furniture. Man, my favorite. Here we go. Hang, man, I don't know. I kind of like to spread the love. Um, so, like, I have places I'll go back to, and yeah. on a multiple, multiple levels. So I don't have just one favorite place. It's it's. Um, There's a lot yeah. of great places, especially, you know, we love Indianapolis. And, uh, you know, right. there is a lot of uh, really cool places to hang. And also, you know, just like, you know, meeting you, um, there's just a lot of kindness uh, the further south you get to. Um, and and yeah. we run yeah. into, like, some of the nicest people like yourself and Billy and, and Lord John Hill. And, I mean, we've just had so many good moments Um at uh, at the brew pub, and, and we just we right. find that to be a little more um, we find that a little more often uh, down in Indy. It's just a great city with a lot of friendly people and unique places like like where you brew. So that's right. a that's well, a tough I, question. Uh, I don't I don't live too far from the, the brewery either. So um, but um, 
you know, our we try to keep things tight to the house, especially during the pandemic. Um, so we frequented um, here recently. I started going to Loom, uh, which is like just down the street from me, um, which is a kind of a sister location or brother location, however you want to look at it, of Black Circle. Um, and then Half Leader uh, was in heavy rotation during the pandemic, um, that kind of stuff, you know. So it's just kind of close. These are all kind of close to home. Okay. Um, so, like, when I say, you know, my house, like, I wasn't kidding. Like, you know. Yeah. A home is where the heart is and, and all that good stuff. So, right? Just like Terry Ann's song. That's exactly what home says in that. It's the first line in that song. is my favorite song. And and I can't agree with you more. I think that that is a more than acceptable answer. And I think it's a great, honest answer. It's great to be home, you know? Um, it's also yeah. great to be able to go out. <laughs> I mean, like, that's another great thing that we've discovered. Like, wow, we really do like going yeah, out. <laughs> Yeah, we've got so many great, like, options as far as food goes. Like, uh, I mean, you know, now we've got a Scarlet Lane down the road from us uh, here on 46th Street. Yeah, we just um, played the McCordsville got, last weekend and had a yeah, great time over I there. Yeah, I could have made it out, but just the timing didn't work out. And I knew that the wife and I were going out on Saturday, and I had a feeling I'd be leaded up at a Scarlet Lane location. Um, that For sure. Because she wanted to check it out finally, and... That's a little less kid friendly than a couple of their other locations. So, okay, uh, we uh, we checked that out and had a good time, and that was our first date since this whole thing went down. Um, oh, is that great? Uh, that said, yeah. So that said, um, uh, we also have like a, a wonderful Jamaican restaurant around the corner from us that we you know we we go to when we're in the mood for that kind of stuff, and we've got a couple new restaurants. You know, there's a new Indian restaurant close to us, and okay. it just depends at this point, like what flavor of the night we want and how we feel about cooking ourselves, and you know that kind of stuff too. So yeah, sometimes it's good to know. cook for yourself, or uh, you know, let someone else cook for you. Right, right. Um, I like that. I know that we frequent podcast tacos about once a week, but uh, it's easier to you know ask the kid, "Hey, how's uh, tacos tacos sound for dinner tonight?" Yeah. All right. Tacos so is an addiction. Taco, right? oh. taco, a little juicy taco and uh, uh, rice and bean meal you know, for him, and a uh, side of queso, and he's set. So, uh, but yeah, we uh, we've got so many great little little mom and pop shops around us that we try to always have in rotation. So, like I said, it's not just one place, and well, good. Get frequented more than others, so. Yeah, there's a plethora of places, so like that—that's really cool, you know. I mean, it's nice to have uh, an, an array of places to go to that, like, you truly enjoy and that are just like you know there for you. I mean, it's easy to take that for granted, but this pandemic has really uh, made Terry and I not take anything for granted. I mean, we're like, wow, right. this is uh, you know, it, it's all starting to come back, but boy, it got taken away in a hurry, and it's like, holy moly. So, that's great that you have all these places in Indy, and again, we love uh, Indianapolis. So, I've got uh, two more questions for you here. Um, I want to ask you, uh, what is one of your favorite things about Lord John Hill? And it could be anything. Oh, anything. Um... We finally got I mean, to sit and talk with him with you. 
and uh, and he turned yeah. Terry on to uh, vitamin B1 because you know Terry takes all kinds of vitamins and all kinds of stuff. So uh, they started talking vitamins, and it was like, oh, this one's great for your knees. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I uh, I think just my favorite thing about John Hill is uh, I I feel like I'm one of the more luckier brewers there. Um, yeah, he's kind of hit that retirement age. And so I get to sit and, and pick his brain, and he he is more than willing to answer it, uh, uh, questions. And he he kind of just he's been a great a great mentor more than anything uh, uh, to me. Um, awesome. In that sense. Um, so yeah, I, I just kind of you know he considers me family, and and I appreciate that. And uh, he he. He may or not may or may not always treat me better than family. I don't know. Uh, uh, we'll let his family members speak to that. But uh, but yeah, I, I you know I think it's just him. You know, in general, he's been a a mentor to me. He, he knows that I'm I'm focused and, and hardworking. And, yes, you uh, are. That uh, he appreciates you know that work ethic, and I think that's kind of why he just if I got questions about certain things I know I can reach out to him and, and get the answer pretty quickly even if it's over the phone and he's he's come over to my house to help me with electrical issues and, and that kind of stuff so um well that, that's fantastic yeah, to have someone like that I mean um yeah it's everything yeah. to have someone you know that you can call and you can rely on and uh you know somebody um that is you know very iconic in the whole brewing world I mean um, there was a, a movie that this guy was making about um, Indiana beer, and uh, a portion of it was uh, Lord John Hill and the Broad Ripple Brew Pub. Of course, Rita was in it quite a bit too, and I got to provide uh, the music was, for uh, it. Yeah, and I was the brewer in that. Uh, yes, you were. And yep. The, and I was wearing a people shirt, and everybody's like, "You couldn't wear a brew pub shirt." I'm like, "I didn't have one." Yeah, you didn't have one, but <laughs> yeah, so. No, we went to the premiere at Flix. I mean, it didn't get released, but they, he did do a premiere at a Flix brew house, uh, and I think yeah. it was Fisher's where it was at. And it was just cool to go there and um, you know, and, and really learn the history about um, you know Indiana craft beer, and uh, yeah. you know, to see uh, the Broad Ripple Brew Pub and learn about it was really cool. I have a friend that's visited the brew pub for a long time. And he's told me about it, but I, until you invited me out to come play, I never had an opportunity to really go. And uh, just to see that movie and then, boom, go and play the brew pub was like, just it's just such a special thing. And it's always special to go and, and see you and, uh, and drink your beers and have great food and an awesome atmosphere, unlike in any other atmosphere. But to see like the origins of it in that movie was was amazing. And then to be like... I just got a, a text message from uh, from Jonathan Mullins to come play at the Broad Ripple Brew Pub. I was like, hell <laughs> yeah, let's do this, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just yeah, amazing. Like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that was a good film, and like it's it's good history, and like so I fall back on on Rita more than John for the history of a lot of things. Yeah, because uh, she's just been so involved in it, and I know she's still working on her second book. Um, which I need to. It's a good reminder. I need to reach out to her and uh, 
say hello uh, and see how she's doing. I know that we've, we've kept in touch um, during this pandemic. Uh, she's, she seems to be doing well and, and in pretty good spirits. Uh, you know, even though she's more or less been a hermit um, yeah. in the house uh, this whole time. So. That's been hard. And now, you know, things are opening up a little bit. It's like you kind of get those thoughts like, yeah, I should reach out to this person or that person. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's... It, It'll make her feel good to have you reach out to her. I'm sure it would. Yeah, she's had her driver come by and get some samples, uh, if you will. So um, she's she's not been out uh, without Brewpub beer or other beers. So okay, well, you know what? Um, I got one more question for you, and uh, before oh, I no before I ask you this question, <laughs> I just want people to know that the Broad Ripple Brew Pub is located at 842 East 65th Street in Indianapolis, Indiana, the Broad Ripple neighborhood. You guys are open Tuesday through Sunday. And uh, for hours and specials and all that kind of stuff, you can go to broadripplebrewpub.com. So B-R-O-A-D-R-I-P-P-L-E-B-R-E-W-P-U-B.com, broadripplebrewpub.com. And, uh, yeah, Tuesday through Sunday. Um, I got... My final question, Jonathan, uh, thank you for being on the show and hanging out with us. Absolutely. I know my answer to this. Um, What's your favorite Broad Ripple Brew Pub brew? What's your favorite? There has to be a favorite. I mean, I mean, uh, I without a doubt have to say ESB. Um, Yeah, I mean... It's 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 the perfect porridge of beer. Yes, uh, if you will. Right? Your porter's that's, outstanding that's cool. too, but man, you know I, I've had like four different beers of yours, and um, ESB is one of my favorite styles. I've never mm-hmm. again. I want to say it. I said at the beginning. I'm going to say it here again too. Is that I've I've never had an ESB that I've enjoyed more than uh than yours so like that's that's my favorite and and that is your fave beer from the brb uh yeah i mean i i'm not gonna throw out any of the beers i've done because that just wouldn't be fair i mean the esv is not really my recipe but i kind of honed it in and and made it what it is today and um so that part i'm proud of uh and you know i just like i said man it's that beer that if, if I don't know what I want that day, you know, where my mind's at beer-wise, like I just want something to, you know, drink beer-wise, it's always ESB. Um, and then from there, sometimes I'll switch it up or I'll stick with it. But I love brewing the ESB because I always drink the ESB the whole day I'm brewing it. Um, yeah. And, and that's, you know, I guess that's why I just said it's my favorite because I love brewing that beer and I love uh, drinking it while I brew it. And, um, you know, it's just it's just the way, it, you know, kind of kind of is um well it's a great sessionable yeah, beer and i can uh drink a few and uh play a set and still remember all the words and chords to the songs and all that kind of thing and <laughs> yeah, I, yes you can i yes, kind of look can. for that when i'm when i'm having some beers and, uh, and playing a show so <laughs> yeah yeah so uh well yeah that's that's like i said that's my favorite and um you know i've got a, a couple that i enjoy past that Every once in a while that I'll be stuck on while it's on. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, Jonathan. um, We cannot wait to come and visit you again. And we're going to do that uh, right soon. 
And if there is okay. uh, any opportunity to come and uh, play out on the patio this summer, we're up for that. And we are definitely up for you the next anniversary. You guys are, yeah, you guys are definitely on the short list. Um, I, you know, if we, we pop back open, but like, like I said, right now, we're just kind of concentrating on getting back to a hundred percent ish. Oh yeah. Uh, and, and getting, getting staffed up like everybody else. So right now we're just concentrating on what we have to concentrate on and then we can go, okay, now we're ready to do this because we have the staff to handle it. And, um, you know, if we, we do a show, it's, you know, it's potential for we're going to be overwhelmed real fast. Yeah, so, no uh, doubt. I think we're, I think we're just about there. Um, it looked, you know, we've got a couple of new people in and uh, the kids kids came back for the summer kind of thing and, and so they're helping out in the restaurant and, uh, but yeah, so, like I said, we're almost there um, and, and we're getting closer and closer to being able to handle everything that people want to throw at us, uh, except for being open on Mondays. Gotcha. <laughs> except that. I think right now they just want that break uh, on Monday. So. It's nice. That's a nice thing. But, yeah. you know, right now six right. days a week is great. And we encourage everybody out there listening to the Fedhead podcast to head out to Broad Ripple Brew Pub. If you're ever in the Indianapolis area, it's a must place to go to for craft beer fans for great food. It's an English-style pub, and uh, you won't forget your experience there. And we just want to say thank you, Jonathan Mullins, for being on the show today, dude. We appreciate you. We love you. And give all our love to everyone there, man. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And uh, it looks like my son knew this is about to be over. He's getting ready to come talk to me. Sounds good to us, dude. Well, tell him we said hi. And we're going to see you real soon, brother. All right. Uh, Like I said, man, you're on that short list for sure of of people we want in to come and and hang out with us at the pub when when the time is right. Well, we appreciate uh, that more than you know, and that's an honor, dude. Yeah, man, we like having you. Well, at least I do. I don't care about anybody else. Yeah, right? Uh, As long as you (laughs) like it, that's all we care about. Well, we appreciate hearing that, and it's always a, a pleasure to talk to you, to see you, and, and to perform at Broad Ripple. So we can't wait to see you again, Jonathan. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see you guys, too, and stay safe, and I uh, can't wait to meet Jelly Bean. Okay, brother, we'll talk soon, okay, Jonathan? Jelly Bean's, Bean's a bulldog, Oliver. She sure is, Oliver. You're going to meet her, buddy. All right, Jonathan, we love you, dude. All right, love you guys too. Take care. Okay, cheers, brother. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers, bye. Jonathan Mullins from the Broad Ripple Brew Pub. Uh, Thank you for being on the Fedhead Podcast. Uh, Cheers and beers, everybody. Thank you to Wise Guys Discount Liquors for sponsoring the show. And we'll see you all again real soon. Come on now.